No kidding. Vending machines full of panties. And they do that. Well, eh, the more you know, right? Oh, you ready? Okay. Let's get into it. Three, two, one. Hey kids, welcome back to another exciting episode of No Subs, No Dubs. I'm your host, Casey Kid, And if you are new to the podcast, you're wondering what What's the point of no subs, no dubs? Well, this is the intro bit, so I'm going to tell you. We here over at no subs, no dubs, I, I watch a foreign film or an international flick, as they're called nowadays, and I watch it in its native, uh, native tongue, native language, without subtitles, without overdubbing, and then rate, review, step-by-step, guess, Guess along, play by play, of what I think's going on. We'll do that here briefly. But first, if you're new here, you enjoy this episode, uh, smash that subscribe, however you need to do that. Don't hurt yourself doing it, though. And tell other people, rate, review, like it. We live by the triangle plan over here, so that's where me and my producer, Bach Boy, over there, we are at the top of the triangle. And there's the spokes. I think that's the right, like the the spokes going down is the listeners. And these listeners who end up enjoying the show, not only like and subscribe, but they tell other people about the show. And then we get the triangle has a bigger platform at the bottom. Each platform going to the top gets the benefits of being a platform above the other platform. So that's the triangle plan. So if you want to do that real quick, that'd be great. We're also on Twitter, x.com slash no subs, no dubs pod, P-O-D. And Patreon, patreon.com slash no subs, no dubs. All right. With that out of the way, we are talking about the first anime movie I've done for this podcast. A movie called The Cat Returns, which makes you think, There would have to be a cat movie before this if he's returning. But I haven't seen that movie. It's a Studio Ghibli movie. I'm pretty sure it's pronounced Ghibli. So I'm going to go with that. I did an impressions, uh, the second impression ever on Patreon. So the way it works is I'll watch the movie. I'll watch it once without taking notes and then once while taking notes. Obviously, no dubs, no subtitles, and the first time I watched it, I watched it as an impression, so watched it just normal straight through, came to the studio, no Baka Boy, just me in the microphone, and just started talking 10 minutes or so, and that's that's the impression, and then the second time I watch it, I watch it while, while I was taking notes, not with subtitles, so I watch it while I was taking notes, and... One of the things in the impression, I kept like, kept going Ghibli all the time. I don't know. Is it Ghibli or Ghibli? I'm going to say Ghibli this time because I think I said Ghibli like eight times last time during the impression. So if you want to go hear that, go on patreon.com, two bucks a month, two dollars a month. I think that's a pretty good deal for a little bit extra content every once in a while. So, you know, what was I talking about? I was talking about the cat returns. And the idea that there has to be a different cat movie. And that is Ghibli. That's what I'm going to go with. Alright. 
the cat returns, the notes, the play-by-play section. We're going to tease a little bit that I, I like this movie. So if you're wondering how the review might go at the end of this, I like this movie. But the play-by-play, what happens in The Cat Returns? This is a Japanese anime. So all crazy kind of shit's going to happen. It's an anime. I was a little concerned doing animes. I've, you get lost in a lot of these foreign movies when you're watching them and you're, you don't understand what's going on. And I know anime people... They definitely have their fans, right? And you don't want to piss off anime fans. I don't think so. And this, this is an anime about a, a lady, a young, a young woman, I think high school age, who turns into a cat eventually. So if I didn't like it, I was concerned because uh, the anime fans and then the furry fans... And I don't want a bunch of weirdos running after me being like you didn't like it. Spoiler alert, I did like it. Let's do the play-by-play because this is going to be spoiler-tastic. Maybe, hopefully, it's going to be what I think happens. So, let's get into the movie itself. Alright, so, it does like the titles and stuff. There's some Japanese words. And then uh, the anime comes in proper. And there's this messy girl. I don't know her name. I'm just going to call her the messy girl from now on. And she becomes less messy at the end of it. She she kind of gets her shit together, which is, I guess, the point of the movie. We'll get into that at the end of it, but I think the point is she becomes less messy through this adventure. She, she starts not being late for school. And this is the thing. At the beginning of the movie... This messy girl doesn't want to wake up, but she's late to school, and that's not good. She misses breakfast. She's going through her house. She miss, She sees her mom, and her mom's like, hey, breakfast. And she's like, ah, I got to go to school. I'm late. So she's rushing. She rushes. She practically loses a shoe on the way to school. She gets caught when she goes into class because the teacher's like, messy girl's not here. Something's different. <laughs> it's a little too clean in my office. Uh, my classroom, so I know something's up. Oh, the door open. Uh, she's uh, she's crawling into class. I'm gonna mention something, and he does. He he basically makes the whole class laugh at her, and they're like, ah, he 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 he. Um, got that out, I don't wanna, I don't wanna come off that way. They laugh normal over there in Japan. I mean. Everyone laughs a little bit different, right? I get the tee-hee-hee-hee-hee-hee thing from Japanese laughter. And isn't it like Spanish speakers, they all go ya 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 like the J's, J-J-J. That's a thing, right? No? Okay, he's shaking his head. He's going, no, they just laugh. I'm like, all right, well, we'll see about that. They go tee-hee-hee-hee. I'm spending too much time in the fact that she's late to school. I'm late to the actual... The fucking movie on this. I'm never going to get through this. All right. She gets laughed at. There's some kids on a roof playing ball. All right. That's out of the way. The day is done. The late girl, she starts going home with her friend, the lacrosse girl. This lacrosse girl's got a lacrosse, a, a stick. That's what, what it is, right? Little lacrosse stick. And I'm like, okay, this is lacrosse girl. They're going home. Then they see this cat wandering about. This cat's got a present in its mouth. So I've never seen a cat with a present in its mouth before, but it was uber cute. 
Spoiler alert, I love cats. Movie's going to do pretty well in the review. Spoiler. All right, spoilers over. Mouth holding a present. This cat decides, I'm going to cross the street while holding this present precariously in my mouth. The present falls. And then there's a Yu Yu Hakusho moment because the, the messy girl's like, I like cats. I'm like, oh no, this cat's going to get run over this big truck coming. And the cat dropped the present and the cat's trying to grab the present and like make its way back. But the messy girl goes, give me that lacrosse stick, lacrosse girl. And she goes over the stick and gets the cat and like flings him out of the way and does that Yu Yu Hakusho like, oh, is the girl going to get hit? No. They don't do that. She doesn't go to the spirit realm, okay? She just barely makes it, but save the cat. And the messy girl is there. And the cat stands up on its two legs and, like, bows a little bit. And is like, thank you, messy girl. And she's like, uh, huh. That's a cat standing on its, you know, back legs thanking me. All right. Then the cat wanders away, puts a present back in his mouth, and is like, I'm going away now. And the messy girl's like talking to her lacrosse friend. And she goes, that cat stood on its back legs and said, thank you. Arigato, Mr. Roboto. Right. That's the only, <laughs> that's the only Japanese I know is sticks. It's arigato, Mr. Roboto. And I think that's how you say it. Thank you, Mr. Robot Man. Okay. So the lacrosse girl obviously goes, all right, you're insane. And then messy girl's like, yeah, well, you know, and she goes home and that's, that's like the first bit. She goes home and she's having dinner with her mom and she's like talking about cats. They're talking a little bit. And the mom's like, I remember this time when you were a little girl and you fed a stray as a white kitty fed it. And it was like an awe moment. It was all pretty. And the messy girl's like, oh, I don't remember that. That was, that's nice memory, mom. And then she goes to bed. Well, she wakes up, she wakes up and it's nighttime and she hears like sounds and it's procession. There's cats walking on their back legs, walking toward her house down a road. They're walking like Egyptians, to be honest, and they're walking and strays come to them to bug the procession of cats. This is really funny. This is where like the comedy kicked in a little bit for me. These strays are coming. And then there's these tuxedo cats who are like the uh, procession federal agents, like the secret police for these this procession of cats. And it's a long one. These strays are all running toward them, and the tuxedo cats grab the strays and throw them out of the way. I'm like, ah, oh, okay, that's nice. And then there's this king cat. He's this scruffed up fat cat, like just looks a mess. He's being wheeled there by like the group. And there's this nerdy, like, old, whoa, whoa. Uh, that seems to only be the way, like, a nerd, he's one of those Japanese cats who's standing on his back legs, who has, like, those glasses, and you think, like, a samurai master. And he go, whoa, and he's a nerd. He's there, there's this very happy cat. The girl, the messy girl, goes outside, and greets the cats, and they're like, here is a summons, some paperwork for you. <laughs> We are a procession. This is King Cat. There's this happy cat who's like too happy for her own good. And they all talk for a little bit and then they fuck off and they go away. And that's the nighttime. The next day, she wakes up and she's like, was it all a dream? 
And then her friend calls the lacrosse chick and she's like, there's a bunch of lacrosse sticks left at my house. And she's like, this is weird. Yeah, that's kind of weird. And then what else happens? Oh, the yard is full of those cattail plants. They're like weeds or something. Messy girl, her mom wakes her up and is like, it's weird out here. Look at these plants. And they're the cattails. And they're everywhere. And she's like, oh, no, this isn't good. So messy girl's like, I got to be going to school now. I can't deal with lacrosse sticks and a yard that was cut yesterday that has a bunch of cattails. And I got this summons in this weird nightmare situation in the scruffy cat. I just saved a cat. I want to be left alone. All right, I'm going to go to I'm going to go to school. And that's when cats follow her just everywhere she's going. So she's running to school. She's freaking out about it. And she gets into school. And she goes to a locker room and opens up her locker and out comes those presents that one cat was holding in his mouth. A bunch of presents just fall out of it and out pop like little mice that come out of the presents and the strays that are following her just run through the locker room and start fucking killing those mice. And she's freaking out. It's, it's hilarious. The next thing is, the messy girl is in her classroom. She's not followed by strays at this point. They got the mice. They're happy. She's reading the summons, which I think it becomes a proposal or something, but that's a little bit later on. It's some sort of paperwork she's reading and she's like, oh, doing that kind of thing. Like, this is insane. And then there's some school stuff that happens. I get over that. The thing that I thought was funny was the ping pong match. I was like, is that a thing in Japan? Ping pong? I knew it was a thing in China because you had Forrest Gump fighting China over ping pong. And it's like a thing in the military. But I didn't I didn't know if it was a Japanese thing or something. But they're getting into that ping pong match. And then there's another scene where our messy girl hero is cleaning off some eraser for a chalkboard. That's kind of is what it is. All right. So she goes outside doing some more school chores. She's throwing away some stuff. She gets distracted real quick. She's she's outside. She sees some fella. She, she's like, ooh, that's a good looking fella. And the fella's with some girl. And there's a little bit of romance, it looks like. And they're going back into the school. And she's going out of the school to throw away some stuff. Well, she gets distracted, falls over, because she has no good luck throughout this entire movie, at least at this point. She falls over and kind of looks around and sees this happy cat. She's a bit paranoid at this point. She sees the happy cat, and the happy cat's just delightful looking, just like, yeah, just one of those chubby, I don't know what kind of cat it is. Uh, it's kind of a rolly, looks like it has a bunch of fur, kind of a chubby smiley cat you know anime has like a person who's always smiling for no reason isn't that like a trope or something so they talk for a bit they're having like an argument at first the the girl's like i don't like this situation i'm getting strays and mice and cattails <laughs> i want my yard neat and orderly even though i'm messy the yard needs to be perfect and then they discuss something for a little bit and that's when the messy girl has this vision in her mind. She's like, oh, no, I'm going to be the wife of some cat. This is a proposal. <laughs> I think the paperwork she got was you need to marry the king cat. 
where some cat over there, she gets like this image of being some cat's wife and she freaks out a bit and she gets real paranoid because the happy cat's like, ha ha, and leaves, right? And messy girl gets real paranoid. She walks around. She walks around the city and sits on this fat cat. It's like real, the fattest cat in the movie. And the fat cat obviously gets mad and she's like, uh, I'm sorry. Um, you know what I mean? Maybe I won't do the voice. She's like, I'm sorry. I, I, are you a part of the cat procession? And she starts talking to him and he's like, I'm not going to talk to you. So he's quiet. Then he decides, okay, I'll talk to you. So he says something to her and he starts wandering off and she's like, I got to follow you now. So she goes following him, right? He says like two words and she's like, I'm going to go on an adventure to finally follow you. So she follows him along this precarious pathway along rooftops down to a small cat housing area, like a real pretty, you know, these are different houses and this is where cats live maybe, but right now you can't see anything. And there's a statue of a raven makes me wonder also the whole rooftop walking around kind of thing, the studio Ghibli of it all. Is that just one of the things they like to do is have like kids walking these paths where you're like, ah, ah, you're going to fall. You don't land on four legs. Not yet. You don't have that ability. You're just a young girl. <laughs> I don't know. That just seems to be something that's like a spirited away thing. She takes like this path and spirited away the girl in that. And it's a nail biter. You're biting your nails. You're like, I couldn't do that path. You can, but I can't. I'm a grown fucking adult, you know, and that pathway that that looks dangerous. That looks scary. And this girl doesn't do that pathway scary, but it's still a little bit. You're still on rooftops. You're going in alleys and stuff like that. All right. Enough of that. Enough of pathways. Holy crap. Not going too long, but going a little bit long. Studio Ghibli's obsession with taking weird routes into stuff. Well, she gets to this cat area. And this is where the sun comes down and the house is all sparkle and some magical music and stuff. And then she meets the smooth suit cat, the orange cat, the cat that returns. Because it's all building up to meet this cat, right? This suit cat, rent the orange guy. He's there. And then there's a bunch of talking and stuff. And that statue of the raven comes alive. And then there's more talking than the fat cat's there. And the fat cat's talking. And it's back and forth. And then they go into a little house and she's getting in there and she's all like too big for it. You see it and you're like, oh, that's that's funny. That's cute. But then they talk some more. And it's, uh, if you don't know what they're talking about, it's almost a fast forward moment. I didn't fast forward, but I was like, all right, let's get to let's get to the point. You got to go to Adventure Catland. This is taking too long. My assumption, this is what I'm taking out of it is she got this proposal from this weird king. She's meeting the cat that returned. There's a raven and this fat cat. I think they're revolutionaries. They don't like this procession guy. And they're like saying he's evil and we need to do a coup. That's just an idea. I don't know how right it is. But let's move on to what I can visually see, what I can visually remember, and what my notes say. Because the coup thing is just out there. I think that might happen. I don't know. All I know is the fat cat makes a cake 
eventually. I'm like, ah, you're being fat. Good boy. All right, you, you get you get scratched under the chin for that. You get one of these, okay? Fat cats are fun. I don't like them too fat. They have a fat cat heart attack on you, but fat cats that lays on your lap. Like I said, cats are awesome. Orange cats, I don't know. This cat returns fall, I don't know. And the ravens are pretty cool too, which makes me... I used to go, like, I got to listen to that bird podcast, The Science of Birds. Got to listen to that one again. Figure out if he's got a raven episode. Anyway, all that stuff happens. Well, the happy cat shows up, and it's too happy. Looking at this cat, and you're like, you're happy, but something's up with you. And that is right. She says, like, a couple of words, and then a bunch of strays come in, <laughs> and they grab the girl, and they carry her off on their on their backs, with the girl going, ah, you know, ah, help me, help me. The cat returns, orange cat. And then the orange cat rides on the raven. The fat cat's running after. And then the fat cat gets grabbed by the raven and they fly to go get him. And the raven drops the fat cat, trying to drop it right onto the whole pack of strays that's going. But the strays do that whole like, um, they all move in unison so they don't get like flopped on by the fat cat and squished. And the fat cat just like hits himself on the ground and he has to run. And then he's like catching up and he gets in and stuff. And then the raven has to pick him back up again. So it's like a chase through alleys and stuff. And then they go into through portals. Okay. The magic's happening. So you just got to go with it. So they're going through portals and go through one portal through another, through another. And the raven makes most of the portals except for like the last one. And the fat cat is able to make it on the backs of the strays and be with the girl and the happy cat. So the strays, the happy cat, the fat cat, and the messy girl, they all go through the last portal. But the cat returns, has to fly as raven and get there some other route. Okay, so we know where that's going. Messy girl and the fat cat talk in some sort of white matrix room for a little bit about something. After that, the cat, uh, the cat on the raven, the cat returns. He's on the raven and they fly over, uh, they fly over a lake and then zooms out a little bit. And it's a cat paw, it's cat paw lakes. And I guess that's where they find the cat kingdom or a portal to it or something like that. But they get there eventually. Anyway, the messy girl and the fat cat wake up or get out of their matrix realm. And they're in the cat kingdom. And they're in this cat hobbitville kind of area on a hillside. And there's all these cats. And they got their own cat hobbit huts. And then you see the stray from the, the beginning. If you can remember that at this point. The white stray that the messy girl fed when she was a little girl. That strays there. You can tell because the ribbon on the white cat and it's the like only white cat in this of note. And they like have a little chit chat, probably one of those. Do I know you? And the white cat's like, I think I do. And then the mess girl's like, ah, I don't know. I just discussed this with my mom last night, but probably not. Happy cat comes by though. And she's got her own small procession. She's like, mess girl, you must go to the castle. Mess girl's like, okay, as long as I get wheeled there and fat cat comes with me and fat cat's like, no, and he's like, what if there's food at the castle? 
Okay, let's go there. So they get dragged along. Well, they get wheeled there, okay? And there's a weird eye in the sky because they're going toward this castle with a moat around it and some big old castle. And there's an eyeball in the sky. The eyeball's watching them. And then we see from the perspective of like, there's an orb, one of those magic orb things that you can see shit out of. I don't know. Uh, like a crystal ball, right? What were they called? Well, Baka Boy's not doing anything frantically to get me an answer, so I'm just going to say orb. But the funny thing about it is the VHS that's drawn there. I'm like, oh, this is old. And the VHS tapes, I'm like, that's funny, though. You have your you have your crystal ball that you watch your VHS on. You play your PlayStation. Your PlayStation, not your PS2. You're just your fucking PlayStation on. That's old. I don't know how you hook it up, but you figure out a way to hook it up. Do they have the red, green, and blue? What was it? Red, green, and white or some shit? Remember that? When it wasn't just one click, you had to like actually look at the colors? That was... That was a pain in the ass. Oh, well. All right. So they go to the castle. Let's, let's, let's move this windmill along. Let's get some air. Let's get some breeze going here. They go to the castle. They're in like this waiting area. There's two doors. One's for ladies and one's for boys. And the messy girl goes in the lady one and she's like, what about the fat cat? Like, no, 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 no. He goes into the boys one. So fat cat goes into his and there's food everywhere for him. And there's lots of dish, dishes and it's a bunch of like fish stuff and desserts. So he's going ham over there. He's not too sure about this place until they, they'd go straight for the gut with him. Now, messy girl in the ladies room, she's getting all dressed up. She's getting ready to get married off. I'm like, ah, it is a proposal and it's going to be for the king cat. It's going to be for that scruffy cat you had earlier. But she's going to live in a castle. So, you know, scruffy cat that you have to be married to, castle with a moat and a maze. You'll find that out a little bit later. Well, she's getting all ready. The fat cat sees a punch bowl full of purple drink and is looking at it and is like, I bet that tastes like fish. I've eaten everything else. I'm thirsty. So he goes into it and he starts drinking you'll find out this is not good. We go back to the messy girl. In comes King Cat, or Pretender King, or whoever the fuck this guy is. He comes in, and he's like, you're going to be my wife. And she's like, no! And then he's like, look at yourself in the mirror. And she looks at herself, and she was a girl. But she put on the cat clothing. And the cat clothing in Cat Kingdom magically turned her into a cat girl or a cat woman. Trademark that. Well, she freaks the fuck out, as you would do. She runs to Fat Cat, his area where he was getting ready. She sees Fat Cats trapped in the punch bowl, and she's like, holy shit, they went hard. That cat's filling, one, he fills up the punch bowl, which is very funny. I'm like, holy, you are a fat cat. That is funny. That's visually very good. I like all the fish stuff, and this has been pretty funny throughout. But when you did that, I was like, okay, I am, I'm on. 
Well, then it cuts to, they're at the feast, okay? So, the girl's changing into cat. She's looking at her hands, which are now paws. She's horrified. She's like, there's a feast for her, but it's all a bunch of, it's fish, but it's not seafood. It's just like raw fucking fish, which, uh, seafood. Scratch that, reverse it, cut this all up, baka boy. Make me make sense. Okay, it's not like, it is like sushi, but it's like just fish heads and shit for her to eat. So it's like, it's raw seafood for her, but it's not like, ooh, you're going to eat some sushi. You're just going to eat like a full fucking squid is drawn out for her. The food doesn't look good to her. She's turning into a cat. She was a woman, well, a girl. And, you know, being messy was one thing, but being a cat is another. Plus, you got to lick yourself all the time. She's not in for this. It's like the reverse of Miss Minos. Miss Minos. Remember that? Where the cat turns into the woman? And then the guy fucking marries her at the end. (laughs) Oh, God. I hope I don't get the hiccups. I just remembered that. Oh, shit. He buries her at the end of it. What a bizarre movie. And he knows she's a cat. This, well, it's, yeah. It's a similar thing, you know, with the marriage and everything. But yeah, listen to that podcast. That was a, or watch that movie. Watch it, no subs. It's, that's, that's one of those I would watch, no subs. This one I want to watch with the subtitles. Hell, I'd want to watch it with the overdubbing. But that one was just, if you like, don't know what they're talking about or why he falls in love, then it's just like, this is just a sex kitten. This is weird. Anyway. All right, where where was I? Oh yeah, they're having their they're having their feast. There's a squid thrower. That was funny. He throws squids at his helper cat. You know the the cat that you put on the on the wall with the target, and then you throw knives at him, and you try not to like hit him. Well, he's throwing squids. I think I wrote squids, so I'm going with that. Something with a pointy face, and then. He hits her in the right spots so that her shirt flies open. She gets all, you know, ah, terrified about it. There's servants that throw the, they throw the squid thrower out the window, which is funny. And then there's a next performer. There's like these three cats doing this like little circus routine. There's uh that's, that's the first one, the circus routine. Then the squid thrower, then some cat that goes in there and just draws some crap on its belly and does like face movements with its big old belly. And a cat in the audience just laughs like an idiot and gets thrown out the window. It's hilarious because you see it thrown out the window and then you see from like the outside of the castle with the tower and the cat just going (laughs) flying out. And then the orange cat, the cat returns. He returns, but he comes into disguise He's trying to three musketeer this shit. He's trying to be Zorro cat, but he's orange. And we're like, we know who you are. You're the cat returns. You're the whole point of this movie. King cat doesn't get it. The music stops for a second. And then it kind of goes back down. Then the cat returns goes, I want to dance with your new wife. So they dance and they talk while they're dancing. And King cat's getting upset because he's getting cucked at his own party. Don't know why they're dancing, but he said okay to it. Then he gets mad, and the music stops at this point. 
And then Orange Cat reveals himself. He's like, I'm the Orange Cat. I've returned. And then there's a brawl. King Cat orders an army cats to come in. Orange Cat throws the throwing star and it breaks the fat cat free from his punch bowl. Then he's fallen on cats. And then the stray cat, the white one, opens the door for them to slide out of the tower. So they run. The fat cat, who was fighting the army, falls out of the tower. We got messy girl, the fat cat, and the orange cat. There's a giant maze in front of them. Then proceed to maze antics. They're running through the maze. Army cats are following them. They fall in and out. There's a battle between the orange cat and the army cat. The army cat's got a sword, but the orange cat, the cat returns, uses a cane and smacks him around a bit. It's pretty fun. The king cat golfs at this point. He's golfing and he hits a golf ball and knocks out one of his army guys. But the thing I wrote here was king cat's golfing. He hits one of his men. The happy-go-lucky cat who's there goes, nice shot. And the ball goes and hits him. So that's so funny. The maze is interesting. They're running around the maze trying to get out. And the walls keep moving around. And that's when you realize, oh, these walls are being held up by other army cats. They're just screwing with them at this point. They're just screwing with them. And then the messy girl realizes, hey, this wall looks a little bit weird. You can see there's like half a foot off the ground that's, you know, not even wall. And then Orange Cat's like, hmm. He kicks the wall down. It's being held up by a cat and the cat falls into another fake wall and it just goes down. It's like a domino effect where they all fall down and then our heroes run across the walls to get to the tower. Big old central tower going up and that's where they need to go to. Start their tower climb and then King Cat's like, oh no, I was screwing with them, but now they screwed me. Well, let's get to the tower. So he's running over there and he's like, I've got a plan. <laughs> Okay, yeah. he brings out this button twisty thing. Remote control. Holy smokes. I must be tired. The Adderall is wearing off. The NyQuil is kicking in. He has a remote control because there's bombs in the tower. He blows that shit up. He doesn't blow up the top portion. He blows up the bottom. Well, everything falls into itself. Luckily, our heroes are high enough to the point where they're not in the bottom, but it definitely levels the playing field. And that's when the King Cat, Smiling Cat, Nerd Cat, and the Army, so it's like three against three plus the Army, they all come in and they're like, we gotcha. You know, your tower climb was done. Also another thing, this was very funny with the tower climb. Rewind just a little bit because I just saw this note. They're climbing the tower, and it's like a spiral. There's a big thing about spirals through this movie, too. So if you watch it, look for spirals, and you'll be like, ah, he's on to something. This guy could be a video essayist, but on audio form. Spirals, and how studio. Um, I need something to drink. I need a coffee. Spirals, and how studio Ghibli uses them to visually stimulate their audience. Uh, something like that. They're going up a spiral around the tower itself. And then army cats who got up higher than them for some reason come out of a hidden door out to greet them. And they're going to, you know, take them in. And then a whole section that they're on (laughs) with their stairs freaking falls off the face of the tower with all these army cats. And I'm like, that is very funny visual comedy. 
You did very well. That's the stuff that entertains me. Well, fast forward back to the present. The blowing up has already happened. King Cat's there. His whole crew's there. There's a bunch of talking back and forth. And then at this point, there's on the wall to everybody's right, left, whatever. They see this royal group of royal cats. And the cat that messy girl saved. And you know this because he's gray. I didn't describe him earlier, but he's gray. He's got one red eye and one blue eye. The king cat has a red eye and a blue eye too. So they might be related. It might be a king by proxy kind of situation. And this is the king return. Well, the king return comes in and he's a no scruffy cat. This lady saved me and I'm in charge now. And then the white cat, the stray, who messy girl fed. There's this thing where there's like hieroglyph. Is it? That's what it called when it's painting on a wall. There's a white cat eating fish. <laughs> okay. Like a fish snack. And, and the white cat's there. And they're all looking up and they're like, ah, oh, look at the wall. You're the one who fed the white cat. And the white cat really is royalty. And this scruffed up, jacked up cat, just some scruffed up, jacked up pretender. And then Orange Cat and Fat Cat were like, yeah, we know we're trying to do a coup. And then the girl's like, I'm still a cat. Now think about this. If you were drinking every time I said cat, you'd be dead. If you take a drink every single time, you might be dead. Don't try that at home. That's all that kind of happens. The king is outed. He's pretty mad, but they're supposed to go away. His nerd is there. The happy-go-lucky cat's like, I don't care. I'll do whatever. And I'm like, cool. All right. Good cat. Good kitty. Fat cat throws messy girl up the winding stairs. There's winding stairs in the middle of the tower, too. A ways. And it's like, you need to get to the top because there's a portal at the top. You'll find that out later. But there's a portal up there. And then you'll get to go home. And so run. And then... The pretender king, messy cat, isn't going to have it. So he's climbing up the tower. He's like, I'm going to kill that girl. And then there's a rush to save the girl. And then the messy cat gets in. And eventually he's at a platform with orange cat. And they have themselves a nice little sparring match. Well, the battle goes on and it's like a strike. So cat returns, cuts up the messy cat, but he basically just breaks this jewel thing that's in the messy cat's head he's got a head jewel it breaks and then he cuts away most of his fur under his neck and that's all gone it's like okay you're done with this the girl now she keeps climbing she goes to the top there's a portal above her city she climbs up and it's it's one of these whole things where it's like climb climb and she's like i'm afraid and it's like no you need to get over your afraid you need to not be messy you need to climb. So she climbs and she starts to fall. And the fat cat right behind her just grabs her and is like, no falling on my watch. And then he falls. <laughs> so they're both falling. And then the orange cat runs up and he falls toward them. As this is going on, the white kitty and the royal cat that messy girl saved and their whole crew watching from the orb. So they're like, ah, oh no. Well, they're all free falling. The three cats now, messy girl cat, orange cat, fat cat, they're all fallen. And then the raven comes through. He sends up his ravens and there's just tons of ravens. They fall into this raven spiral thing and they walk down the ravens 
And the big raven comes over and he's like, hey, I saved you. Tell me thank you. And they're all like, arigato, Mr. Raven. And they walk down a spiral staircase of ravens down to her school, the rooftop. And it's early morning. And then the ravens dissipate into the wind. And then the cats all say, hey, goodbye. The raven captures, well, doesn't capture. He picks up the fat cat and flies off. And the orange cat is like, I will possibly return again if this makes money. But it was good to see you. And she's like, oh, okay. I learned something. <laughs> like, all right. I don't know what you learned, but you learned something. And then orange cat jumps off the roof onto the raven's back. They fly away. I was like, goodbye, goodbye. And she's yelling, thank you. And they're like, we know, cool, arigato. It's pretty much what they say over and over in this movie. And whatever Japanese is for cat, or cat is for in Japanese. So, the messy girl goes back home. She is not a cat anymore because she's not in cat kingdom. She's not wearing their cat garb, okay? The next morning, there's an alarm. And you're like, oh no, messy girl is late again. Uh-uh-uh. This is Messy Girl's mom. She hits the alarm button. She comes out and she's all, uh, you know, doing that yawning thing. She comes out and she sees Messy Girl's reading a newspaper and has made breakfast for me. Messy Girl has now become girl. She's not Messy Girl cat. She's not Messy Girl. She's girl working her way to womanhood. So girl then is out with her friend, lacrosse girl. And lacrosse girl has seen a change in messy girl. She's like, oh no, you dropped off the messy. This is interesting. Okay, we'll see what happens. So they run off and then we see the fat cat. And he's sleeping in the same chair that he was when he got sat on at the beginning of the movie. He wakes up and slinks off. End credits. <laughs> that was the movie. That was it. Review time. Well, if you want to hear the impression, go to patreon.com slash no subs, no dubs. It's much shorter than this and gets kind of straight into my impression right after I watched it. After watching it twice, going through the notes again, recording this, it was delightful. Soft five. That's what I'm going to give it. Maybe not the best anime movie out of the Ghibli's that I've seen. Ghibli's that I've seen. However, the funniest out of that group. So far, definitely funnier than a Fireflies movie. Don't, uh, I don't even think you'd want to watch that without subs or dub. That movie's brutal. Grave of the Fireflies. Oh, geez. That movie was hard. This movie, The Cat Returns, delightful. Why is it delightful? It looks good. The music's great. There are some talky bits. It was short, which is good. An hour and 20-some minutes is good. It could have even been a little bit longer. Like the perfect movie to me, an hour and 30, a 90-minute movie. It moved along. I got the story for the most part. You know, not the specific little bits, but like all the visual elements that you can follow. It looked great. It looked really, really good. The detail's great. The music is this light, airy it was, it reminded me of a parfait. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I've ever had one. Like a really good dessert or something like that. There's something about Studio Ghibli movies too. They've got that almost let out of school feel for the ones like this. 
It always feels like spring. Maybe school is going, but school is almost at an end when you're watching this. That kind of moment of summer has reached us. You just got to get through this movie. Got to get through spring. And it's going to be beautiful on the other side. And it still is while you're going through it. If that makes any sense, it's just this sense of wonderment. There's magic. It was like any other movie from this studio that I've seen. They're all been pretty great. However, I've seen a lot of them with the subtitles and multiple times or with a dub. So that was partly why I was concerned about watching anime. I've seen quite a bit of anime and well, it looks like just have to do a little bit deeper dive to find the ones that I haven't seen. It was a good movie. It looked good. It was quick. The story was fun. It had very funny moments and the sound was great. So there you go. I'm going to, I'm going to stick with that. I don't think there's very much more to do with it. If you end up liking this, please subscribe, comment, give a thumbs up, you know, five out of five, hard five out of five stars on whatever you're going to review it on. Thanks for listening. If I should do more anime in the future, maybe follow on Twitter, send a message saying like, Hey, enjoyed this. Oh, or no, anime's our thing. <laughs> Get away from it. Your your stupid little podcast. Stop that. And I'll I'll listen. I'll take feedback. I might not necessarily agree or do anything with it, but I'll you know I'll read it at least for the most part until it's like uh, people saying they hate me. I'll be like, ah, oh, that's a that's a bummer. But I I didn't hate this movie. I found it very fun. Cute little movie. Nice family film. Cats. You got cats in it, you're automatically going up a bit. When you're Studio Ghibli, going up a bit. When everything's all magical, sounds great, and looks great, it's fun. Soft five out of five. What can I say? Anyway, I'm Casey Kid, the Kamikaze Kid. I'm blowing up all over this bitch. Take it away, Baka Boy. Nice shot. If you're like me, Casey Kid. You have three to five cats trying to come into your house daily. You won't have even one. You spray it once and your home is safe from predacious cats coming into your house, eating your food, stealing your stuff, rustling your jimmies, and you got to get rid of your cats. Make sure you spray the attic as well because cats like to hide in your attic. Cats might be called cute and cuddly, but they are considered a pest. By the American Legion of Pests. Interesting fact. So buy at your local cat store.